Hello everybody, this is your boy, Mark Kumar, lifestyle entrepreneur and a proud founder of Simple Podcast Cloud. And Podcast Cloud, Simple Podcast Cloud is for podcasters who are looking to unleash their particular power and flourish their podcasting experience, their career into a wonderful, beautiful flower. That's why we offer everything unlimited. And we today have another amazing podcaster here with us today who's going to be sharing some tips with you to take your podcasting level wherever you are to the next level up there. So without any further ado, please take your time to introduce yourself to our listeners. Well, my name is Tracy Brickman, and you know I've got the I'm gonna have to dial myself up just to catch up with your energy, man. That's kind of cool. Um, I'm the host of the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast, where we focus on folks that want to kickstart, restart, or just start leveling up their business. And we always make sure that we, you know, focus on that beautiful tool between your ears, because you know if your mindset is jacked, your biz set's going to be jacked as well. So I'm happy to be here with you, Mark. So man, that's that's amazing, man. I love the way you put that uh, that the mindset and jacking up your mind and all that. Stuff. I love it, absolutely love that thing. And tell me, how did you get into the whole podcasting world? You know, it's funny. Is I went through probably three major turns in my life. I mean, I I walked the dark side path for a while. You know, the the drinking and the drug scene, and you know, literally had the police kicked down my door uh, one weekend after about three days of really heavy partying I got home and found my uh, door had been kicked in everything just like the the TV shows that you see like the furniture is all turned over there's stuff all over the floor um, and so I, I made a change at that moment because I had a newborn baby she was probably about three or four months old and it was like oh damn, this is not about me anymore, right? I'm bringing in this new life into the world. And so I started cleaning up my act, you know, got into corporate America, got to work with some amazing companies, you know, the Coca-Colas, the Home Depots, the David Bridles, the Victoria's Secrets of the world. And each taught me a little thing about business and about marketing and about, you know, the importance of listening to the customer. And then I lost an, uh, a daughter to uh, an organ transplant she was waiting for. She was 18 months old and uh, literally had to make that tough choice of leaving her on the respirator or not. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a personal choice for everyone. Whatever choice you would have made, that's for you, for me. I felt that if I was going to be keeping her on that respirator, it would have been too selfish. It would have been for me. So literally had to make that tough choice. Um, you know, they disconnected her. I sat down in the rocking chair and rocked her to sleep one last time. So that was, that was change number two, right? And that was a big one because at that point I could have went back to the dark ways, right? I could have went to the dark side of the fourth fluke, uh, but I decided not to. And I threw myself into work and into personal development. I got introduced to the, you know, the Tony Robbins and the Jim Rohns and the Zig Ziglar's of the world. And uh, so that started my personal development journey. And probably about two years after that, I started my first podcast, which was Your Success DNA. And it was just me getting on the microphone and sharing my thoughts about personal development, you know, and mindset and all that stuff. And that ran for about three years. And I think it was just a channel for me to reinforce the things I had been learning. And because I was so thankful that I learned them and it kept me from falling back into, you know, that pit, that that dark abyss from uh, from losing uh, someone that I just I just had to get that out there, share it with whoever was willing to listen. And, uh, you know, big turn number three came right around and I was in a, a marriage that was uh, not good about that. We'll just leave it at that, right? And uh, uh, so that ended, that was probably just under 20 years. And after that ended, it was like, oh, I didn't feel like I was... I didn't, I had that imposter syndrome, right? I don't feel worthy to share this information with you because I'm a little jacked up right now. So I stopped that podcast and now that I'm back in a good spot, you know, you're feeling good about where I'm at today. I restarted a whole new podcast, the dark horse entrepreneur that I mentioned. And that one there is about an entrepreneurial journey that I've been on, you know, on and off the past few years. And it's like, okay, I'm on this journey. Let me share with those folks out there what that's like for those that are considering it. 
Um, and those that are maybe one day, one month or one year behind me, here's some great tips. Here's some great ideas, whether it's about, you know, using podcasts to share your message and then keeping that mindset in there. So that's like, like I said, you know, if your head mindset is jacked, your biz set gets jacked as well. So here we are. And then for those that are ahead of me, how do I get, how do I bring them into the show by bringing on thought leaders and entrepreneurs that I want to learn from who are, you know, they're miles ahead of me. So I'm basically, I'm getting consulting for free and I'm recording it and I'm sharing it with the audience, right? These are the guys that are charging a thousand to $5,000 a month to be a part of their uh, of their mastermind or their one-on-one client. And I'm able to get them on the, the podcast for a half hour to an hour and they just drop knowledge bombs, right? So that's, I'm like, I'm right back to that sharing again, but now I'm sharing other people's advice, not just mine. Right, I absolutely agree with that, man, because I have, since I started this podcasting since last November or whatever, it's been a truly rewarding experience and not to mention the fact the 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 learning curve the things that other people know you tap into it like i said half an hour to an hour sometimes hour and a half depending on your mm-hmm. length of your podcast and then you could just tap into that knowledge and ask them anything you want and that right? helps you get ahead in life as compared if you're trying to figure this crap out on your own it's like oh my god like trying to youtube it or anything like and then you get somebody who, who's been doing for 10 plus year they're like yeah do this but don't do that because you're gonna get a lot of problems if you do that hey yeah and you're sitting there thinking oh man i was just about to do that thanks <laughs> exactly you know that's right? exactly so what kind of topics do you cover on your podcast well, it, it kind of covers the gamut. I mean, we're we're only literally 10, 10 episodes in and we've we've touched on, you know, uh, obviously everything between your ears from overcoming tragedy to uh, content licensing. Um, I had a gentleman on the show on episode nine, I believe it was. And uh, his whole business model is he goes out and he creates content for people and then packages it up and then sells it and sells it with a license. Uh, some folks know it as PLR, right? Um, but he has, and he's been doing this now, I believe it's 13 years. It may be 15, but I believe it's at least 13 years. And he has a whole team, him and his partner originally started doing it themselves. So they go out and do the research, you know, and then write the, you know, write out the, all the content and record the videos and record the audios and then put it up. So over, over the years, he started, you know, building a team that does that. And it's a great model for anybody who's, you know, new to the game or just busy, right? So maybe you're a, you're a coach and uh, you want to come up with some sort of uh, a new program that maybe resolves around, uh, resolutions right every year everyone sets all these resolutions and by the end of the month we've all forgotten about them so if you wanted to come up with the content he has a program called i think it's resolution revolution and it it has all the everything is there it's like it's all written out step by step he has videos he has uh, you know uh, graphics uh, he has a social media post facebook post instagram post it's all there and you can go on there and you buy it and usually it's under 100 bucks some of them maybe are under 200 bucks you buy it you go on there and you put your stories you put what i say your voice to it so right. it, it's kind of generic when you're when you did it, and then you add Mark's voice to it, right? So you you would amp up the energy, right? You'd you'd put these awesome stories in there, like ah, so that when I'm reading it, I could hear your energy and your voice coming through it, right? And then you'd put it up, and then you could sell it. And because all you have to add is your stories, you're probably spending one quarter of the time creating a product that may take you a month or two. You know, so it, getting folks on like that and giving them shortcuts that they can you know, bring up their business, improve to themselves and to the marketplace that they are who they say they are, that they're the expert in whatever niche they're focusing on uh, is what I try to do. I mean, we had uh, um, Tiffany Toombs who shared her story of uh, it was there were some tear jerk moments in her story and you're like man if she can come out of that and find this gold and she's in the nlp arena now right so she really dials in about mindset 
And then she met her partner in crime, uh, uh, Sidney Clavenger, and he's like this social media god. And the two of them mesh together. So you've got mindset and digital marketing all together, and they're killing it. You know, so bringing folks like that, that on to cover all these areas and say, hey, this resonates with me today, but maybe a year from now, you remember, you know, I remember hearing about that that social media girl that was on. Let me go back through the episode. So, you know, just because an episode doesn't resonate with you today, you can come back to it and learn a lesson, right. whether it be my show or yours. Yeah, definitely, man. And first of all, I want to say, even though you feel like you're only 10th episode in, whatever, but trust me, that's a lot further than someone who is thinking about creating a podcast. So congratulations to you. That's, and I, I, I wish you, you much, much success. But what I want to know is like, how do you go about finding these amazing people to interview? Um, I've been lucky enough is uh, I've got a pretty healthy network. I mean, because I've been in the entrepreneurship arena for a while that so I can yeah. tap either not the folks that are maybe my friends on, on Facebook, maybe their friends. Right? right. And you'd be amazed. Really. You can go out and look at the, uh, the top podcasts are out there. And obviously if you go after the first top 10, right, I'm not going to get Joe Rogan on my show. I know that I get it. Right. But if you go down towards 150, right? So, I mean, that's, that's actually where I started at. I, I went to, you know, like Chartable and then literally went to Apple Podcasts, uh, you know, just brought it up on my screen there and started, and I said, okay, let me get past these first couple of screens because those guys are way out of my league right now. And that could be a mindset for me, right? But I just, where I started, I said, okay, let's start at about 150 and start looking for the folks that resonate with me. Right. Because if they're real calm and real slow and you know, this is how they talk, then you and I, we're not going to click. Right. But if they have the kind of energy you have or that I have, well, then. All right. That's cool. We'll click. And, and you know, just literally went through their websites and sent them an email, went, sent them a, a Facebook message. And they're like, yeah, sure. I'll come on your show. Um, I got one of my first uh, one of my first episodes with, with Tony Watley, and this dude's a millionaire. He's a millionaire a couple times over, and he was big in the uh, oil and gas industry down in Houston. And as a side hustle, he's the author of the Side Hustle Millionaire. And so while he was working as a um, a, a high level uh, executive in oil and gas. He was doing this side hustle where he started one of the number one uh, tech and automotive uh, membership sites. And here's a cool story is him and a, him and a uh, peer were walking out of a dinner and uh, uh, Tony's into cars. So it was natural for him to start uh, a membership site that was focused on automotive, right? Him and his wife are both uh, a high performance auto enthusiasts. And so the two, these two gentlemen were walking out of the dinner and the uh, the valet brought up Tony's car and Tony's got some really nice cars, right? And his partner next to him says, how can you avoid that car? You and I have the same job. I know how much you make. He says, oh no, I, I make more with my side. At that point in time, it, it clicked with him. I make more with my side hustle working, you know, four or five hours uh, in an entire week than I make at this 40 to 60 hour job. And it was a good job. Um, so he was like, uh, and then he had a, uh, he was in a car accident and uh, he was coming, he came out of that car accident and he thought about what happened if I would die today, right? What would people say about me? And he came to the realization that people, people probably would say, well, Tony was a cool guy and he had lots of nice cars. And he's like, yeah, that's not really the legacy I want to leave behind. And so literally he stepped out of his job and started giving back to the community even more so than he had been already. He sold that business, started another one, you know, started another membership um, uh, online, ended up selling that one and starting another one. And now he does this uh, organization. Well, it's a, a membership site called 365 Driven. And it's all about those driven entrepreneurs and what they can do 24 seven, 365, you know, those little steps that we can take day after day to move ourselves forward. And, and that's what it's all about, right? Those, all those little steps that we can take, whether it's, you know, uh, doing a podcast, uh, talking with Mark Kumar to get a little more exposure out there, right? Getting someone on your show, man, just send that email, 
I mean, uh, to get back to your question full circle, literally, it was just I put myself out there. I said, hey, would you like to come on? I mean, I've reached out to people that I know I'm probably never going to hear back from. Like, I want to have Vanilla Ice on my show because he's a mad cool entrepreneur, right? He's doing all kinds of uh, real estate, um, not just flipping real estate, but he goes out and he fixes places up, right? So he has all these cool side hustles going on. I would love to have him on my show, right? I'm reaching out to, and you'll you'll hear a couple of themes here, right? Uh, Zoltan, from, who's the uh, rhythm guitarist from Five Finger Death Punch, right? He's, uh, they, they are one of the top rock and roll, uh, I call them more of a metal band. They're a harder rock band. But the brilliant thing that Zoltan has done is he owns, he is the management company for that band. He owns the management company for that band. So they own their own music. They own all their own rights. So they've done the music business a little differently rather than you know signing up for a record label and then perhaps being beholden to them. I think there's a lesson that a lot of entrepreneurs can learn from that gentleman. Oh, and by the way, He's not a native-born American citizen. He came over here, and he has—I think—he came over with a guitar and three hundred bucks in his pocket. And this dude is making bank. So he's the classic American story. I want him on the show to share that story. Sure, it would be cool because he's a superstar. But that story that he can tell and inspire. Uh, anybody listening to say, oh, well, dude, if this guy can come over here from overseas with a, a guitar and 300 bucks. I'm doing much better than that already. Right. I can certainly do better than him. Right. So let's let's push those folks. So, again, uh, to, to get those folks on your show, put yourself out there. What's the worst they're going to say? Well, I think no is not the worst thing they're saying. I think that the worst thing they'll ever say is they won't respond to you. Oh, well. Moving on, right? Absolutely. I, I am still kind of blown away because I know <clears throat> that mindset is obviously a big thing in, in, in your entrepreneurial journey. If you don't have the right mindset, you cannot move forward and be successful. But once you learn how to have the right mindset, then everything becomes easy. And the right mindset meaning go do stuff even if you mm -hmm. don't like it. That's the mindset mm -hmm. you need to have. And that's exactly what you're showing. Do stuff, even if you don't like it at first, just do it anyway. Because massive, massive action is what is going to get you result. That's what I think. I totally agree. I know um, uh, when it comes to mindset, there was, uh, I think there was a recent episode I did, and I know I've only done 10, I've already talked about a bunch of them, but right. the, I call it the your pentitude, right? Which is your five attitudes of success, right? And they are, uh, there's multitude, because there's going to be a multitude of opportunities they are going to knock on your door. There's also going to be a multitude of challenges. So that comes with what you're going to focus on, right? You're going to have a multitude either way. So which, hey, over here is all the good stuff and over here is all the bad stuff. Which way do you want to look? Well, I'm going to be looking over here. The bad stuff is still going to be there. I'll deal with it, right? Um, the next one is magnitude. And this multitude and magnitude kind of works together. Magnitude is about where I'm going to place my focus. Like I was just saying, I'm going to look over here at all the good stuff. Um, another way to, to think about it, and if anyone's listening during driving or other activities, uh, make sure you're not, you know, you don't stop, but keep paying attention. If you have a dime or even your pinky, right, if you hold it way out here, right, it's small and it's not so ominous. But the closer you bring it, right, you bring it and you bring it. Well, as it gets closer, right, it starts getting out of focus and it starts blocking out the world around you until if it's way up here, because you've, you've given it that much attention. Well, now it's almost completely blotted out the rest of the world and you can't tell where the problem starts and the world begins because it's all blurry around the edge. So having that magnitude so you keep it, you know, at balance. Oh, it's it's really a pinky size problem. But if I put it up here. Right. It's like a thumb size problem. So um, the next one is latitude. And this one's all about your permission to dream. You have the latitude to dream as big as you want. And this comes back to your point. If you don't put yourself out there and, and dream big and take that action, you're not going to get anywhere, right? If you keep doing what you've done in the past, that, that's got you to here. All your actions up to this point, that's where you are today. 
to get to where you want to be, maybe up here, right? <laughs> uh, you've got to take those daily actions. And then the, the last two are obviously attitude. And I think to me, the your attitude, the world, uh, let's say, is a mirror. And it's a merciless mirror. And the world is going to reflect back to you the attitude that you put out. So if you're being you know, cheerful and energetic it, and you're you know, keeping your magnitude and your multitude you know, all in check, well, the world's going to reflect back to you that energy and that happiness and that glee. Are there going to be problems? Yeah, I get it, right? But you can still face your problems with a half smile or a big smile, whichever you, you prefer. And then the last one is gratitude. Because, man, if you are not grateful for what you already have, you're not going to be grateful for that next million dollars. Uh, trust me, I've been without money and I've been with money and it's much better to have it. Uh, and being grateful, right, gets you more. So pause every day, every couple of days and just think about, you know, all the things you're grateful for. You know, are you grateful for that awesome partner in your life? Are you grateful just for the lungs that you can pull into your air? Because there are a lot of folks out there that would love to be able to breathe as easy as you can, right? So for everything that you may be upset about, there are a thousand people that would be grateful to have what you have today. So if you wrap all those together, right, your nice little pentitude, um, it's like, like a pentagon. It's the design of the pentagon here in the United States is to protect U.S. interests. All those attitudes build you a pentitude that's out to protect your interests. Man, I could not agree more with your analogies. <laughs> it's like, it's really cruel because it seems like it's me talking, but you are one that is talking. It's like my thoughts are implanted in your brain. Like, wow, it's like I'm listening to myself here again. It's like, wow, this is pretty cool. So, cool. you know, <laughs> yeah, literally, it's like we got the same thought process, same energy, same attitude towards it, whatever. And that's cool, man. And another thing that I want to add to is like in your entrepreneur life or life in general, the one thing I think everyone should need to learn is to have patient that stupid mm. instant gratification thing does not or should not be your uh part of your life because that's gonna ruin more dreams than ever again so put things in perspective and validate it is that let's say if i go outside and plant a seed of a tomatoes and then go tomorrow water it and then on let's say monday i what uh, planted the seed and then on Tuesday, I water it. Wednesday, I water it. Thursday, I'm like, where the hell is the damn potatoes or tomatoes? Right. Right. And then if I look at the God, I'm like, where is my damn tomatoes? I was expecting a tomato by Thursday. He's going to be looking at me like, what is wrong with you? Don't you know it takes time? Yeah, it does. It does take time. Absolutely. Yeah, so to add it all to what you just said, like patient is definitely the key. And then every single thing that you do, it takes time. Therefore, it becomes so important that your most valuable currency in the whole wide world, no matter where you are, it is the most valuable thing. Because once you spend it, you are never going to get it back. And that is your time. And then yep. make sure that you learn to say no to the things that's going to take too much of your time and you're going to regret. That's another thing I want to add to it. So the power to say no is the most crucial skill that an entrepreneur needs to learn. As soon as you guys learn that, not to mention that, it's going to raise your confidence and then lower your stress level like down to yeah. nothing. Right now, I have like zero yeah. stress level. I have like no stress whatsoever. <laughs> right? Right. I think one of the cool things and you'll, you'll probably I'm hoping uh, you'll agree with this is um, before you go into any project, whether let's say because we're talking about podcasts here. Right. So right. Um, a lot of your listeners either are early podcasters. They're thinking about being a podcast. Sometimes I hear a lot of uh, folks that are potentially going to start a podcast. They're going yeah, I really don't know what I want to talk about. Um, and I think the big, the easiest way to get that answer is to step back and say, who am I, right? And this comes probably in many realms of your world because we hear all the gurus, right? All the gurus out there saying, know your why, 
right? And yep. well, okay, a lot of people's why is, you know, I could use a little extra coin, right? Well, okay, got it. Like I said, I've been without money and I've, I've had money and I'd rather be with it. Um, but if your why doesn't align with your who, then you're going to be butting heads. So if your who is, you know, all those rich people, they're, they're jerks, you know, because a lot of people grow up with that mindset that if you have money, right, you look, oh, man, that guy's an asshole. Look how he's, oh, he's got a nice car, but he's a jerk, right? right. So there's that, there, there's that little thing going on inside your head. So now if you start focusing on, I need to get more money, right. then all of a sudden part of your mindset can be saying, oh, I don't want to turn into a jerk. You may self-sabotage, right? So now if you step back and say, who am I, right? Well, I'm an entrepreneur. I love taking a little bit of risk. You know, it's balanced risk, right? Uh, I love sharing. I have no problem getting on the microphone or standing up on a stage. And whatever it is for you, write those things down. Now, inside of that, you'll start to align with now. What message do I want to send out? Oh, I want to send out a message of hope, right? There's a way. I want to send up a message of do this and avoid doing that because other folks have done it or I have done it. And I tripped, I fell, I face planted. I, I don't want you to go through that, right? So it comes back to helping. And then as long as your message aligns with who you are, well, then you're going you're, you're gonna to be so much more energized, so much more motivated that you're going to run towards that next action rather than just stepping towards it. Does that make sense? That makes absolute sense. I love it. Like I said before, it's like me coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I have never thought in my wildest dream I would meet somebody who thinks like me and actually has enthusiasm like me and then you know the thought process the mindset is like it's, it's unbelievable so thank you for being me awesome. <laughs> <laughs> or me or, or me being you whatever you want know, however I'm just an like, older <laughs> version <laughs> the wiser version I guess uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> so all right so this is like wow that we could definitely call this the podcast no i call it the right podcast mindset that would be the title of this yeah, yeah really, absolutely really. so yeah so as far as podcasting goes, podcasting goes right so is there a recommendation that you would suggest in terms of equipment wise goes or do you just some people say use your phone whatever or whatever your thoughts are or what what he thinks that you want to recommend for equipment? you know I think whatever you're able to start off with, right? Okay. So if you can afford a nicer mic, I mean, you've got a nice mic. I, I got this one. I've had this particular mic since the last podcast I did, right? I'm like, okay, I could go out and get one of the newer ones, but this right. one works just fine. Um, the first few episodes I did, I did from my computer mic. I wouldn't suggest it, right. but if that's what you have and that's what you have access to, go for it. You know, I think as you start proving to yourself, like, you know, this is something I'm, I'm going to be pretty good at. Uh, I'm going to get better at. This is something I really want to do. Well, then you take the time and invest in something a little higher. You know, I see you have, you know, you've got the boom and you've got the arm. You don't need all that. You can just sit down, like you said, just, okay, here we go. I'm going to do this. I'm going to start talking to this. Thing right here and there are so many tools out there uh, that will allow you to do that right. but if you have the ability to spend a couple of bucks you know go out and get um, I use a snowball so that's the one I'm gonna recommend I know there's a number of newer models that are out there that are probably doing much better you know so I would have to defer to other folks to those um, I hear um, a lot about different items and I'm probably going to end up checking them out soon because sure. uh, my current podcast is, is, is doing okay. So I'm like, okay, this is taken off my idea. I validated my idea. People are listening, right? I'm getting the download. So it's not like, okay, now I'll, I'll spend a couple of bucks and go get the next level up microphone, but it probably won't be for a while because I kind of like this mic right now. <laughs> so yeah, uh, really it's all about what, what is it that's going to get you to do what you want to do, right? And if it's just using your phone, dude, just use your phone. And you know what? I'm so glad you said that because I highly recommend somebody who is just starting a podcast or yeah. thinking of starting a podcast, do not go invest any money in it because number one thing you could do is like, hey, 
validate to yourself if this is something mm-hmm. you want to do long term whether you are an entrepreneur whether you are a musician whether you are a business owner or whatever can you do uh, at least 10 episodes and then record them on your phone to see if the experience or some of the things that you have you actually enjoy it because if you mm-hmm. don't enjoy it, you're going to go spend the money and then you're like you're going to be out of your pocket of whatever x amount of dollars you're going to spend right exactly. so use your phone record your stuff in there at least 10 episodes whether it be like a 5 minute long or 10 minutes long or 20 minutes mm-hmm. long whatever however length it is so so that way you can validate yourself like hey i actually yep. enjoy this i do find this beneficial this thing i actually want to continue and once you do that then go invest the money in because once you invest the money in you get a little bit of quality and things of that nature then you go out and you know Absolutely. you know host a podcasting whatever and speaking of hosting what are some of the things that you currently knowing what you know now look for in a podcasting hosting company that you like I absolutely need to have this without this I cannot live uh for me uh yeah. when it comes to podcast hosting let me back up so I want I want to finish off with the 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 equipment thing and then we'll jump sure. in, into hosting um just to give a, a great example like uh, you know you and I looking at this right now you can see we have these nicer mics right in the rooms and all nine yards but I'm going to tell you when I was doing my previous podcast in the early days like I said I was using the microphone that was on my computer and because the room I was in it was a it was causing a little bit of echo I grabbed a box a cardboard box I cut it up and I covered it with towels and I put it around me so it was like 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 this little I made a little sound booth and so I just kind of leaned in inside this little sound booth with a again cardboard and towels that I had around my house spent no cash and then when I I did that the the echo was gone and the the sound quality went up a little bit because it wasn't it was cutting off all the stuff behind me and then I found audacity which is a free tool that allowed me to use the noise filter features and uh, boost the bass and boost the treble sound. I had a much higher quality sound than just, you know, using the microphone and then going straight to uh straight to the uh the provider at the time. So, again, you can sound better without spending cash. So, it, it, you you got to do a little bit of research and I did Google online. Okay. Um So to the to the hosting some of the features I think are really important are reporting. I I I want to know analytics. Uh and it's not just downloads. I mean, I like to know downloads for the day, for the week and where they're coming from. And then if you're able to tell me are they male or they female, you know, any extra data, the more data you can give me, the more data I'm going to take. I'm a geek like that, right? Um and it helps me understand my audience. So if I think that my audience is beginning entrepreneurs that are in their 30s to 50s and I start right. looking at the data um and I see that wow these on these people that I'm talking to are really um upper echelon people that are in their 20s and 30s uh, my message I'm probably going to change how I'm talking to them, right? You're going to talk to a a 40 to 50 year old person a little bit differently than a 20 or 30 year old person right different keywords right. different messaging kind of thing um and if you're seeing that you're taking off in a different country um when my when i first launched my podcast about 3 days into it i started getting all these downloads in france i don't know why and then a few days after that my downloads started to spike in spain ah uh, I I'm, I'm flabbergasted to this day I don't know why but I, I mean and it went it went fast it was like I was cruising along it was like you know 20 80 100 500 600 I'm like whoa and it was all in these other countries so uh, I'm still rooting around the data trying to figure out why but hey I I'm going to take it it's good thing uh, I just keep doing the same thing so yeah it's all about the data for me and then uh being able to upload it to one spot and use that one spot to get out to all the major platforms and when i say major platforms you know obviously apple you know itunes right spotify deezer all these websites and then if they can also help you post direct to your your feed so when i post um on my provider it automatically sends a tweet for me it automatically posts to my facebook page it automatically posts to my uh my personal 
uh, page, my personal timeline, and then it automatically posts out to uh, Instagram. So now, now I can I can schedule it, right? I can say don't do that until X time, uh, but I don't have to go out and then go do this and, and go do that, right? It's any any tools that um, your hosting provider can provide you to make your life a little bit easier without extra charge. And all these features I'm talking about, they don't charge extra for it. It's just part of their platform uh, is is a huge benefit. Okay. Yeah, those are definitely good features to have and especially automatically posting it. Soon as your episode goes live, it goes to your social media platform. That would right. be ideal. That's something yes. I think we, we might want to look into a simple podcast cloud to see if we can include that in there because right now we do not have that. But other everything else that Jeffy mentioned that we do have that. So yeah, yeah. definitely good to know. All right, so as far as creating content for your podcast, which is the meats and potatoes of it, obviously right. you do the uh, the interview part of it, but someone who is doing the solo part of it, you know, that would be different. For But as far as your podcast goes, when you go to create a content, obviously you interview somebody. What things that you want to include it in your content of your podcast that you like this is something that i really love or you just go for it like the flow of the conversation it's it's usually what i'll do what will happen is and i do solo episodes as well i've only done oh, okay. two so far but uh, i do both and i would highly recommend anyone who's starting a new podcast one of the first episodes should be the who is episode right gotcha. so um, my, I call it episode zero was my trailer. So this was the episode I uploaded to get approvals on all the platforms, right? To like on iTunes, you got to get approval first. So I had to submit that. So, and that one was literally like, I think 45 seconds. It was like my, my intro music. And then I said a little bit about, Hey, this is what this, uh, the, we're getting ready to launch soon. This is what this uh, podcast is going to be about. And then my outro music, that's it. That was enough to get me approved. And then the next episode was the, here is who I am. This is my story. Do you, and it was the, for me, it was a way for the folks that are like, okay, this could be interesting. Right. Do you, do you resonate with me? I'm going to be the host. So I, I need you to resonate with me a little bit. Um, and then, uh, so that was, the, this is my story. And I tried to hook them in, right? Trying, so I think one of the key things is no matter what your content is, storytelling is really really important if i can share with you a story then whether you learn the lesson that i want to teach you you may learn another lesson that you're ready to hear right so telling stories is always good um and then i try to do that inside of the uh the content for all the interviews so in my interview style i bring them on you know, I do an introduction, whether they whether they provide it or it's from my research of you know, kind of checking things out. I'll do an introduction and then I step back and I let them tell their story. Because what I find is when you let someone tell their story, you'll find the nuggets and then you'll ask questions kind of like you've done. You've asked a question here. But what about this or what about that? And quite often when someone's willing to tell their story, you'll find out something you had no idea about because it's not on Facebook, it's not in LinkedIn, it's not on their Instagram, right? So you can do all the research in the world and you're like, well, I didn't know that. So let them let them share their story and then just take a little note, oh, ask about this or ask about that or ask about this. Will you have questions that you want to ask them? Probably. Absolutely. There's there's nuggets that you like, okay, I want to be sure that my people ask this. And actually on the intake form for my guests, um, I, I actually ask them, are, is there a question you want to make sure I ask you? So for you, you might say, hey, what's the benefit of starting a podcast? Whatever question Mark wants to be sure is he gets asked on my show, I want to make sure I ask you. But the rest of it, I want you to tell your story, and then I'm going to dig around and take things a little deeper than that surface story you're sharing. Um, and when it comes to my solo content, um, I'm a big fan of, uh, of jumping on an idea when it hits you. So I may be out mowing the grass. I may be sitting down watching television, playing with my dog, and all of a sudden something will go, oh, damn, what a great idea. I'll pull up my phone. I'll go to my little notes you know, on my phone and I'll type it in or usually what I'll do is I'll just say it. Right. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, Alexa, bring up notes and then da, 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 whatever the idea is, pop it in there. And then when it's time for me to sit down and do an episode, 
I don't have a blank screen I have to worry about. I just pull up all my notes and go, oh, I remember this great idea, and I want to share that. So if, you, if you're ever struggling with content, it's all about jumping on the idea when the idea pops into your head. So, I, you know, so many of us, we get an idea in the shower or when we're driving, right? And we're like, okay, I'm going to remember that to, to use in my podcast. And when you sit down to your podcast, you're like, oh, man, what was that idea? Um, <laughs> I am I'm, I'm, I'm a victim of that myself on a countless equation. <laughs> and I think, I think another thing, and this is my hypothesis, is that if you take notes of the ideas that pop into your head, whether you write them down, whether you put them in your phone, um, your mind is saying, okay, you're paying attention to the ideas I'm giving you. I'm going to give you more ideas. I started doing this many, many moons ago. When I say many moons, I mean like in the 80s and 90s. I had one of those little micro tape recorders. It went with me everywhere, right? It was in my either in my briefcase or sitting in the console. And if I got an idea, I picked it up, hit record, said the idea, and set it down. And then a couple of times a week, I would just pick up my recorder, play back, and say, oh, man, that's a great idea. Because um, I was doing, you know, email lists and doing newsletters back in the 90s, sending out email versions of what would be a podcast today. So content is all about getting that idea out of your head when you get it, not when it's time to do the podcast. Because that way you can remember the idea. It will re-inspire you. Your mind will say, oh, yeah, you wanted to talk about this or you wanted to talk about that. Here's that idea I had now that you are paying attention to it again. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad you mentioned something with the email part of it and when you were doing back in the days and it still exists now. And then I think uh, when someone wants to go and increase their listenership, obviously another example would be to get on somebody else's show. That would be the fastest way to do it because you could tap into their audience, right? And another absolutely. one would be like, yeah, hey, if I want to increase my listenership, obviously go ask people to go join your email list, whether it'll be like, hey, here's a lead magnet. Lead magnet could be like, hey, a PDF, video course or whatever, a small little thing that they get for being part of your email list and when you go uh, have another episode you blast the email out and they will get it so in that in that respect if somebody's just starting out as a podcaster uh, is there a platform that you recommend that they should go check out compared to you know other ones out there a platform for um, for email marketing for email, no, email marketing. marketing yeah uh, yeah for email marketing, I used to use Aweber, and I was very happy with them for the longest time. Um, but, you know, coming up through the years, Aweber wasn't really um, marketing friendly, right? There was a lot of times it, it, some of the content, some of the messaging, some of the words, some of the keywords, like, you know, free, right? Uh, they would, uh, you know, they would not suppress it, but I think they were reluctant to send it out. They would flag it, give it a score. Uh, so I have switched over now to ConvertKit, uh, which has all the same features. Uh, it has a lower price tag and it allows you to do all the things you would normally do. And I think one of the coolest features I like is uh, a, it's a drag and drop interface where you can set, all right, I, I need you to do this. And then if you do this, I'm going to tag you like that. So if you go to my website, you'll see the little, hey, sign up for my email list, right? You know, send me this now and uh, you'll click on that. And if you come into my website, well, I'm going to tag you as a website visitor, right? Um, and then as you start going through, if you take certain actions, well, then it, it the system says, oh, Mark did this. He paid attention to this email here. I'm going to tag him like this, which means he may be interested in this. And I'm going to start taking you through this funnel of information and then everybody gets my newsletters and then whenever i have a guest on my guests always automatically get added to my list i tell them i said because you're a guest the email that you gave me is the email i'm going to add to my email list you're welcome to unsubscribe it just keeps you up to date with my information and everything like that i have yet to have someone say no do not put me on your list right have i had on people people unsubscribe yeah i've had two uh, unsubscribe okay no big deal but people are very warm because now you have a relationship with them right so they're going to pay attention to your email hey you know if you put me on your list mark i'm going to pay attention to mark stuff right and i'm going to oh, okay that's cool right and then until i 
until someone, until I abuse that relationship, they'll happily keep receiving the email. So uh, when it comes to email marketing, ConvertKit is my current tool. Here's a cool little tip I'll add in there. Um, I'm finding, you know, I have the static, you know, uh, sign up on my webpage where it says, hey, it has my logo. It, hey, you want to keep getting this great content? You know, get it to me now. And give me your name. Give me your email. I have a far lower conversion rate on that than I do with a chat bot. So I went out and I got a chat bot. Like I said, I, I'm a tech geek. I got a chat bot and the chat bot just pops up there and says, hey, do you have a second? And it says yes or no. And if you click yes, it says, hey, my name is whatever my name is, right? And my name is Linda. It's a female icon, right? And they, people know it's a chat bot, right? It says, hey, powered by whatever. And my name is Linda. What is your name? And you, I would say, oh, my name's Tracy, right? And said, would you like to get a free gift? And this is the lead magnet you were talking about. And they, they say yes. Then you say, hey, okay, well, I need your email address. Uh, and then sometimes I even ask for the phone number, depending on the gift. One of the gifts I give is a, uh, an online business analysis, uh, which I need their phone number for. And it's, you know, so, it's a, hey, would you like this free gift? It's valued at $97. They say yes. Give me your email address. I'm getting far more response rates to that than I am to the static, hey, sign up for my newsletter uh, thing. So that's a that's a cool little tip. And here's one of the great things is that behind the scenes, and this this is going to come full circle to what you asked me earlier about features inside of a, a hosting platform. I can go behind the scenes and I can see every interaction that has happened with my chatbot and where I lost somebody or if they went all the way through. So if I want to, I can go in and I can tweak it because I keep finding, hey, they get to here and then I lose them. Well, then there's something about that interaction that is putting off my 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 prospects. So I'll give it a little tweak, republish it, and then I'll watch it. And if, you know, so you can refine and fine tune it. It's like anything else in in the marketing world, in the entrepreneur world. You know, it's test, 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 test. Yep, absolutely nothing else. There is no other thing. You know, it's like the famous phrase goes. You try things and you fail fast. The soul. You fail fast, fail literally. Fast. There it is. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's like the famous uh, Zuckerberg's, uh, Mark Zuckerberg's thing, like, fail fast. And then we know that doesn't work. Let's move on to something else. So we'll make what you're saying. Test, 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 test. Yep. So, so that's cool, man. They, and then also, speaking of ConvertKit, I used them once upon a time. And I got so inspired with their own little uh, platform that they have. And this is just a side note, nothing to do with the podcasting <laughs> thing. They're just This sure. is just me trying to be entrepreneur. Like, hey, I got inspired by that. But there were like a few things I wanted to do it because they give you a form, which you it's a static one, like you say. But I was like, I like your idea where you can tag stuff. So I went in there created my own little email marketing uh, software for myself and my businesses only, where it does all that. But however, I have this one URL. If you go to it, it will literally give you every single time you go to a different opt-in form. So that way I know which one is converting faster so I can put that up there. Nice. So so that's the inspiration from the ConvertKit. And, you know, that's just that. that was like, and also it's like a whole bunch of other features that I added for that fits my business and only and a lot of things. But that's just a side note. So, all right. So no, let's cool. move on to the big, move on to the no. big, big, big thing. No, but I think the side note. No, I was going to no, let, I like, I I was gonna let cool you finish it. I I think that's one of the cool things about the environment we're in, whether it's podcast or entrepreneurship, is that you can be using a tool, you know, that that hundreds of thousands of other people are using. And then you're sitting here going, man, I wish this would do that. Well, that's where the that's where the magic is. If you have that idea, go go forth and try it. I mean, in your case, you now have this cool little tool and other folks don't. And they're probably sitting there thinking, I wish I had that same tool. Right. So, I mean, that's where the magic happens is like if you're sitting there thinking, I wish I had this, I guarantee you there's at least 100 people out there that are thinking the same thing. And, and I know if you could have 100 rabid customers, you'll be a very successful person online. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was I will, my knowledge is not 100. Mine is like 10. Then that's all I need. And then I'll be successful because those 10 people know right. another 10 people. Those people, the 10, they go back to, you know, it will add right. up sooner or later or whatever. So yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So 
All right, so let's get on to the meats and potatoes of this thing that everyone okay. walks about, which is the damn money. How do I make the damn money off this <laughs> podcasting thing? It's like, it's great, it's wonderful, it's amazing, I love it. But if I'm a business person or entrepreneur, at the end of the day, like my bottom line is if I'm investing this amount of money, let's just say X amount of dollars, I don't know, I'll just throw a hypothetical number. Let's say if I'm spending $200 every month on this podcasting thing. How do I get that money back? Um, well, there's uh, there's the idea that everyone seems to share, and I'll just mention it for the case of mentioning it. You know, we hear about sponsorships, and we hear about you know, uh, yeah, sponsorships is usually the one you hear first. But I think my focus has been bringing folks onto my show that I think would be my perfect customer. Okay. okay. Now that's my focus. Now I've brought folks onto my show because I think they would just add this awesome value to my audience. All right. I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to sell anything to them. That's just me giving. But if I, my long-term goal is to keep bringing folks onto my show that are the perfect customer for my services or my products. So that's a uh, suggestion. Number one is, all right, get on the show, give the value, right? Share the great tips with the audience. And then if you come up with an idea, because now on the podcast, you've built that relationship with that person. Um, now you can, after the show, uh, reach out to them and say, you know what? I had this great idea. Uh, you mentioned this uh, area of your business that you're having troubles with. I think I have a solution for you, right? And you're now you've, you already had your foot in the door. And as long as you don't like, just kick someone in the butt, right? They'll, they'll like, oh, hey, I'll, let's 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 chat about that. So here's a great example. The gentleman I was talking to you about, uh, Justin, uh, who does the uh, licensed content. So I had an idea sitting on my lawnmower last weekend, and it was like, oh my god, why doesn't Justin do this? So now I'm reaching out to Justin and say, you know, Justin, you have this cool little team of folks over here creating that content for you. What if I brought you somebody that had an idea for content that they want? Would you would you rent your team out to them, right? For a fee, obviously. And you know, we'll see where that goes. If it goes nowhere, it's like, okay, well, no. But there's an idea there, right? That could be built. Hey, I know there's a there's a market for this content that people want to buy and change. But what if you could take that one step up, right? Which is that upsell. And what if I just come to you and say, you know what, Gumar, I have a, I have the perfect team over here. If you have a product idea, bring it to my team. They'll build it for you. And it's like having a ghostwriter for your book, right? You're going to tell the ghostwriter your story in your words, and he's going to know how to spin that into a good book that people are going to buy and that people are going to sit down and read. I could not write a book like that. I would have to go to a ghostwriter and say, here's my story. I can tell you probably about this much of the story, make it exciting. All the transitions and stuff. Yeah, that's all you, man. Right. You got to do that. And so that's the same principle. Right. So they could go. They'll create that product. They'll bring it back to you. And you say, no, nope, make this tweak here. Make this tweak there. Or, yeah, right on. Let's go. And then you pay them. You have your product. You go sell it. Right. It's it's those types of things that are monetary. Um, and of course, I have products to sell that are um, I haven't introduced them to my audience yet because I want to get them. I don't want to be the salesman guy. Right. You know, I'm only 10 episodes in. But now I'm about ready to start saying, hey, here's what's coming. Right. The people that I think are listening to my show, they want to create a product that they can sell to their market. So I have a workshop that's a create your own product product. Right. So now they'll come to the workshop or the digital space and they'll go through it and it'll teach them how to create their product. So, you know, this will take them step by step by step. And here are the tools you can use. And here are the you know, all. Don't forget to do this. Oh, and don't do that because otherwise you're going to spend too much time. Yada, yada, yada. So there's um, idea number two that I'm going to leverage to monetize the podcast. I'm going to say, hey. If you want to learn more about creating your own product, go to, you know, darkhorseschooling.com, blah, 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 right? And they'll go check it out, and then we'll pitch them. And there's another new idea on the horizon, and it's called, wait for it, 
the pop-up podcast. Have you heard of this? I have literally heard about it like three days ago. Literally. I, I heard about it last week and I went through one and it was the coolest thing ever. I'm going to use this. It's a sales tactic to me, right? It's a, it's a marketing tactic, right? Instead of we've all been to webinars, right? You sit on a webinar. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. For those of you who are listening to this show may not know about it. So can you explain to those people? But you and I know, people listening, they may not know. What the hell what is a pop-up, pop-up podcast is? Yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah. um, and, and right, it's right behind this, this, this starter. So we have all been to the webinars. We spend two hours. We know they're going to pitch us some product. We want to, uh, just tell me, tell me what it is. Well, the pop-up podcast, um, it, it does that in a, in a better package. The webinars, I got to sit here for two hours straight to listen to all this content. Uh, the great thing about podcasts is I can pick it up and listen when I have time and I can put it down and I can pick it up and start and finish, you know, finish it at my pace. Right. right. So if I, if I'm on my run, I could listen to the first half hour and then I finish my run. I go out and mow the lawn. I can listen to the next half hour, whatever it is. So the pop-up podcast is the ability to market your message, much like a webinar in sections that people uh, can digest at their own pace, right? And then you can break it up so they're not like, oh, God, I can't sit here for three hours. You break it up into what I'll call marketable psychologies, right? You want to get them to believe in what you're trying to end up selling them. And then you want to give them a quick win. And then you want to give them the overall strategy. The object here is if they listen to the pop-up podcast in all the episodes – they walk away with value, right? So now they know, A, it's giving you expertise. You're like, right. wow, this guy gave me all this great information. I didn't know that, you know? And then at the at the end of it, of course, you make your pitch. You're like, hey, if you'd like to learn more about this, here's my product. Go to www.buymystuff.com, right? <laughs> you know, and then, you know, here's what you're going to get. Just like any, that's what we're here for, right? But in the front end, you give them all this value, and inside of it, you give them some sort of win. I'm going to tell you the three steps to X, and if you take those three steps today, I guarantee you're going to see this result, whatever this result is, right? If you give them this, you give them all this great information, you give them that quick win, and then give them the rest of the strategy that they probably know, all right. They probably are probably even at the beginning stages of doing, but it takes time and it takes research. And you're saying, all right, here's all the great stuff. By the way, if you'd like to cut down that time and cut down that research, I've put everything together in this cool little package. Go to www.buymystuff.com. Right. right. Uh, so that's the concept. And the cool thing is you have the ability to build in another marketing tactic called scarcity. Right. So you're saying, all right, here's all here's all the information. I won't repeat it again. Oh, and by the way, this all comes off the web Sunday night at midnight. So now they've got a week to listen to it, which is plenty of time to listen to a couple of, you know, one hour podcasts and then take that action. Take that action. Um, and the other cool thing is if you bring him in the front end saying, hey, because it's a podcast, the only way you're going to get access to this secret URL is by going here and giving me your email. Now you're building your list. Now you get them to go through it. And you're depending on your host, you get all that great in analytics. Now you know you're gathering all this great market data about who it is. You're proving the concept of the product. Oh, by the way, you don't have to have the product ready for to, to sell right away. You can tell them, hey, I'm at the finishing set, you know, I'm halfway through creating this product. You're gonna get, you know, the 50% discount because it's gonna be another two, three weeks before I'm able to give it to you. Just tell them, be transparent. Right. You know, there's still most people are still willing to wait. And this comes back to that, you know, uh, uh, instant gratification. Wow. They're 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 still gonna get that instant gratification because you've given that quick win inside that podcast, right? So it's it, it it has all those marketing tactics all wrapped up into it in a podcast. It's I'm going to be testing it out here in the next few weeks, and uh, I'm really excited about it because I went through that. Like I said, I went to the pop up podcast uh, event with, uh, with with Jamie Atkinson, and it was brilliantly done. 
Okay, yeah, definitely that is something, like I said, I literally heard it three days ago, and I was like, this is pretty cool, I'm gonna try this out, and then you mentioned it, and uh, like, what more things, like, we're gonna try this crap out, see if it actually works for us, and all that stuff, right? And then it's that's also a great, great tool for people who, like, if you're a business owner, like, hey, how do I get monetized at $200 that I invested into my podcasting, how do I get yeah. that back? Pop up podcast would be a great way to get that money back and sure. then some more. And then obviously, right, the pop up podcast one of them. And then obviously, you can create your own, own digital courses, online coaching, things of that nature. So that would that would definitely help you get your money back, whatever you spend in it. Absolutely, you can actually take that one step further. Depending on how you design the pop up podcast, you could say, "Hey, I'm doing this pop up podcast." And the right. content inside this pop-up podcast, I'm turning this that into a product. So all you first guys that come in, I'm going to let you in for free, right? So now you've just built this awesome list of people that want to learn this information. You gather the information. Uh, they're going to be asking you questions uh, you know, on your Facebook file or via the email. Hey, you, you talked about this today. What about that, that, and that? Well, make that part of the podcast. You make sure it's all in there. So you just... Get, you're giving it away, but you're right. giving it away to call it a proof of concept, right? If all these right. people are that interested, then you can package that up and say, hey, this is now this pop-up podcast that I just did for free. I'm going to start selling it for X. And then you can take it one step further and tell everybody that's going through it for free. If you want to have copies of this for you to save, right, that's going to be, I don't know, $47. So now, now you're monetizing it while you're doing something for free, and then you turn around and sell it for you know 197 or whatever the price tag you put on it is. So you got to think a little creatively, uh, and I think really if you give and people see that you're giving from this this place of sincerity, this that aligns with who you are, that like was we mentioned way earlier, that people will they'll be they'll be attracted to you they're like oh god this guy's giving he's dropping knowledge bombs on me and this is free what is this paid stuff going to be like you know what i'm saying right so yeah absolutely man and so far i think we dropped a lot of knowledge bombs in here that people are gonna <laughs> they're going to be appreciative especially you know somebody who doesn't know anything about podcasting go to start a podcast and then create a content get the interview do the pop-up uh, pop-up podcast and then also create a digital product like you just said and i 100 agree with it because i literally that's what i do like do some modification here and there and then you know rather than me building up my own digital product i go out there ask people come join me for x amount of dollars and then they get into the lower peer uh, of it and then help them out and then they help me create a content because i i think one of the ex one of the syndrome that experts have is which is knowledge they know so much that they cannot think like an average person or someone who's starting out because like for example for me if someone say hey i'm gonna I'm, if i were to create a podcast a, a digital product and thinking about uh what you call your uh, mic here that I wouldn't even think about it. Like, what do you mean? You just get this mic and that's it, it's done. But someone who's thinking about getting a mic, they may not have the budget for it or they may not know which mic it is, you know, things of that nature. We don't think about those little things as an expert because we're like, we're thinking about other bigger problems that's more important than a damn mic, like creating a content. That is more important than the stupid mic. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that's one of the things as you as you go along your journey in whatever profession or entrepreneurial path you're traveling, uh, you have forgotten that you have. Like, I, I got them. Like I'm done with that, right? But so many folks that are behind you that are wanting to learn from you, they're like, "Dude, wait, stop, stop, stop! What about this?" It's like you're like, "Oh, that's that's nothing." One of the one of the greatest lessons I learned about that is someone came up to me and said, "Dude, you do that so easily. You know, you've got to teach me how to do that." I'm like, "Yeah, that's easy. Everyone, we think it's easy. Other people are going, no, wait, I have no idea how you did that. You know, and you're just going, I thought everyone knew this. So, yeah, absolutely, listen to your market because they will they will tell you what they want, and then and you'll be like, you sure." Yeah, trust them. They're, they'll they'll ask the questions, and if you listen, they're, yep. they'll, they're telling you what to put into your product, put into your podcast. And I think the other way a lot of podcasters uh, can monetize their show is to say, hey, um, in this area, if you'd like to have 
if you'd like to have a one-on-one with me, you know, shoot me an email. Let's and they can do coaching and consulting in whatever area they feel they're an expertise and they're an expert in, whether it's tarot card reading or you know, eyeliner, you know, how to do eyeliner. And there's a lot of ladies in there doing makeup tips this podcast, right? You know, how to do hair, what whatever it is. Uh, if you feel you're the expert, that's probably why you're starting the podcast. Offer your services out and say, "Hey, you know, let's get on, let's get on a Zoom call, have a 15 minute chat, and see if we gel. And if we gel, you know, I can be a coach. I've got a couple of openings. You know, let's let's get this together and let's jam." Right. Absolutely, man. I agree. And then put things in the perspective of what we were just talking about, like being the expert as when we're starting out. Like, for example, you and I and anybody who's older than, uh, let's say, 11, we know nothing. I mean, we know how to communicate in a proper way, right? But somebody who is four years old or 10 years old, or let's just say four or five years old, they're just literally learning the ABCs. And if you were to ask us what comes after N or P, we gotta go A, B, C, D. We will figure it out. But someone who's just learning it, they be like, it comes to them. And for like, what do you mean ABC? That's like, psh, that's for kids stuff. Psh, nobody cares about that. Like, we we care about like bigger stuff than that. That's that's like a small problem. But somebody who's just starting out to put things in perspective, they want to know the ABC, and the ABC is like a little more complicated than uh, you know forming a sentence and then other problems that they don't even know is so that's why the experts are the experts so that's just want to throw it out there it's like wow so that's that man i just want to say thank you thank you so much for being here it's truly been a pleasure man so if people want to get in touch with you how can they do that uh i would say the best way to go is go to the website dark horse schooling com you know everything is there all the socials are there uh the links to the podcast are there sign up for the you know the the email is there um yeah i mean you can find me on all the socials but i'll send you to the website and then you can find the socials from there because you never know i you know faith that's that's my property right that website that's my space as opposed to if i send you to you know facebook you gotta go find me and facebook uh, you know they are who they are so yeah darkhorseschooling.com you can find all the all the goodies from there all right cool guys and i will definitely put that in the show notes and today it's been a truly a knowledge bomb dropping episode <laughs> it's been a, a true pleasure man i wish you nothing but much success in your career in your life and man thank you so much for being here Thank you, Mark. It's been a good time. Thank you so much.